0: I'll bet you played an April Fool's prank on your students this week. But did your results sound like this? So, I'm going to have so much fun showing this to people. This is going to be great. All right, I am going to play you the recording of my April Fool's joke on my fourth period math class this week. It just so happens that fourth period was meeting at 8 a.m. in the morning because of our alternate day status. So I wanted to prank them a little bit. Now, I'll talk about in a minute how I'm not really a prank kind of guy, But April Fool's Day is always a fun day, and I wanted it to be enjoyable. I wanted to catch them. It it was really kind of tough. I'll set it up a little bit because remember that I have hallway duty in the morning, and I'm always there to greet them. I'm usually there 45 minutes before they get there, so I've got everything set up. I greet them. I say hello. I... Wave at them as they come in, and it just kind of, you know, we pick each other up when we do that. That morning, I didn't do any of that. I tried to have a sad face from the beginning. I tried to show a troubled face so that I could set it up perfectly. The funny thing is, they wrote on the board April Fool before I even came in the room, so I had to go in. You'll hear this here in a minute. I'll have to. I had to go in with kind of a stone stone face. And tell them to erase it because I thought that would tip it off. And then I went into my routine. I had gotten there early and set up a, a camera, a small camera that's kind of unnoticed because it's so small. It's a webcam that sits on top of your computer screen. So it's really, really small. And I just laid it on my desk. And if you weren't really savvy about how those things work, you didn't even realize what it was. So I got all that set up before they got there. I was ready to have a good time with it. It was feeding into my laptop. So I turned the laptop around backwards so that they wouldn't see the screen. I actually recorded about Started recording about 40 minutes before they got there so that they wouldn't be suspicious at all. They wouldn't come in and watch me hit a button or anything like that. Now, I will tell you this. There are some pauses in it, but it's dramatic pauses. It was pausing to try to convince them that the situation was actually happening, and I want to make sure that I go on record here. I make a couple of references that I don't have any teaching credentials That's not true, but they didn't need to know that. I am a rank four teacher in the state of Kentucky, so I am teaching legally. So, But, you know, that was all part of the joke. So without further ado, I'm going to play it for you. Now, I will say we'll talk about April Fool's jokes. We'll talk about pranks. I'll even give you some suggestions. Now, it's April 3rd, 2021 now, so probably not smart to do any of these you know, until April Fool's Day of next year, but it's a fun thing to do. The kids enjoyed it. They know I'm playing it for the other classes, and doggone it, they just happened to be my first class. I'll tell you if I felt a little guilty about it later on. I'll see if you can guess as it goes on. So without further ado, this is my prank on my 7th grade math class at 8 a.m., on April Fool's Day. Hey, guys, listen to me a minute. Um, Some sad news for me. You all know that back at the beginning of the school year, the superintendent and the Board of Education decided that they would let schools hire full-time substitutes. That's how I got this job. And what happened in this week is a parent, they got upset that their student was being taught by somebody ongoingly that didn't have teaching credentials like me. Okay. So they've decided to discontinue those positions. That means this is my last week teaching you guys. And now wait, wait just a minute. I can still substitute, but it will probably not be here because they're concerned that if I come back to the school that I was here for, it will be interpreted that they never really changed anything. Okay? Here's the crazy part, what I'm sad for you guys about. They don't think they can get a credentialed teacher hired to teach your class. And it has to be credentialed now because of what happened. So they are talking about splitting this class up into four pieces and giving you all to different teachers that already have a math class at the same time. The crazy part is there's not enough seventh grade math teachers to do that. So there's actually a chance that some of you will be in a room in a corner with sixth graders in the front. And they'll try, I mean, like the old days, they'll try to teach you all both at the same time. So I hate that for you guys. I hate it for me. I. Okay, look, here's, here's the details. I'm going to start writing some names up here, okay? Let's, see, let's start. let's just start with A. Oh, I got you guys good. Come on. Are you serious? Are you even almost- <laughs> I! You know what? You know what else I-, no. <laughs> I-, I, I love it. I was, You know when I came yes, in, so I'm sad. trying to have my sad face on this man, and I was crying. I was trying to be kind of mean when I came in and said erase that board. You know what else is funny? You see this? It's on. Are you- ah! Oh, this! I'm going to have so much fun showing this to people. This is going to be
1: great. Oh, man.
0: I was worried that this wasn't going to work because I walked in and you all had written April Fool across the front of the board. Hey, do I have a game face or what? Yeah. Yeah. How did you I swear you scared us
1: That is hilarious.
0: i love it i love it to stop this recording so i'm gonna this will be published to youtube in several different uh let me stop the recording i had my computer turned around backwards all all right all right there you have it now I am not a prankster. I don't like pranks. I have had pranks done to me that actually made me feel really bad. One of them goes back to when my twin sons were not yet born. It's they're in their 30s now and I still remember that. But there's just something that was just a prank out of the blue. There's something about April Fool's Day. You could see it on the kids' eyes when they came in. It's funny, this very class by the we we actually did some serious stuff. They actually had a quiz that day and they did very well on it. But, you know, I gave them candy after it was over. It did you ask me if I felt a little bit guilty? I did. And probably the part I felt guilty about was I could see that there was a couple of students Not that they were that upset about me not teaching anymore. I think they would have missed me, but they said they don't like to see adults cry. And apparently, I played my part so well, they thought I was tearing up. So I felt bad that that happened. I didn't feel bad that I tricked people on April Fool's Day. I just think everybody needs to be on their guard. And I know it was funny when they left my class that day. They wanted me to give them some ideas for tricking their teachers. Now, of course, I had to tread lightly, and I'll be honest with you. I was I was young. I still feel like I'm a goofball, and I could probably think about 10 to 15 different ideas they could do in their class, but they settled on something that they got off the Internet by my suggestion. I just said, why don't you type in April Fool's Pranks for Teachers and see what it says. And, you know, they had various ideas, and they went around. It was a good class, so they obviously didn't want to do so bad that they risked being in trouble. So I think all they did was they got down to their class early enough just to turn everything in the classroom around backwards so that they were all facing the back wall when the teacher gave it, came in. And even though they said they don't talk that much in this class, That teacher just absolutely loved it. So I love April Fool's Day. It gives you a chance to trick your loved ones. It gives you a chance to tape the handle of the water sprout on your sink so that when they lift it up or when they turn on the water faucet, it sprays on them. It gives you a chance to do fun stuff like that. It gives you a chance to... Embarrass them for fun. Now, I'm, I honestly think that if I just pulled that tr- prank on them some other time of the year, it wouldn't have been as funny. They wouldn't have reacted as well. It was hilarious. I don't know if you picked up on it, but I walked in. I could, I was standing out in the hallway doing the hall duty, and I could, I, I could see. I looked in the room, and I could see the eyes looking up on the board. And I said, well, what would they be looking at? Because... I normally have music playing for them. I normally have the announcements up on a screen. I didn't do that any any this morning because I wanted it to seem like something was wrong. And there was some students writing on the board. And I walked in and I said, you all need to erase that board. Not mad, but serious. And I heard their comments later on the tape. They said, One of them actually said, believe it or not, nobody said Mr. Collins is mean this morning. One of them actually said, I guess that's why he had the board erased. He needs to use it this morning. And they arrested, erased it. I was was actually shocked when I came in. It was so clean. Like they did everything I said. One thing I did mean to mention to you is the timing was perfect because right about the time I had told them that they were going to be put in with sixth graders, my noise on my phone rang that I get when I get an in-school email so it was perfect it just it was like I just received an email they could hear that tone and when you heard me make the comment and I said I'm going to write up the details it looked like I had just got an email with the details and what I did I said I'll start with the letter A but when you heard that pause what I was really doing was writing April full. And it ended up being hilarious when I told them that I was recording them. That was the funniest part we did. We were able to watch it. I put it on their Google Classroom. It is on YouTube, but it's on private YouTube because it's just between me and my students. And I have showed it in a couple of my other classes. So we had a good time with that. I know there are some other pranks, I think. I know of a teacher that you know how we don't want to make light of COVID, but we also want to be excited that we're fully vaccinated and we're coming out of it. So she just made the comment. She teaches fifth fifth graders, and she said they were going to tell their students that we have to go back virtual again, and, and she knew that would disappoint them. So that one didn't last long. One of my friends at school, I, I played it for her, and she said, man, that was an elaborate, thought-out prank right there. So... Those are the best, man. I have been thinking of that for a week. So let me know. I, I'm trying to get this Substitute Teachers group page on Facebook to grow. It's actually growing pretty fast. You, you all did a good job of already telling your friends about the podcast and about the group page. Just as a reminder, we've changed from a Facebook page to a Facebook group because of Facebook rules. A page is more for a business now. A group is more for discussion, and I want it to be for discussion. So we had already gotten over 700 on the page, but I wanted to discontinue it, and I sent everybody an invitation, so you should have gotten one of those. And a lot of you, a big part of that chunk, has already re-signed up for the Substitute Teachers Lounge group. I would love to hear your discussion. What pranks did you play on your kids this week? I would like to discuss. I don't mind some controversial things on there. What are we doing to our kids when we prank them like that? Is it bad? Does it give them issues that they can't recover from? I don't think so, or I wouldn't have done it. I know students jokingly started posting on their Google Classroom that, Mr. Collins, I don't like you anymore. And then they would page they would uh, you know enter a couple of lines down and said, just kidding, you got us good And they would you know they would do LOL and laughing and put an emoji in there that was funny. So it I really enjoyed it more than I should have probably. I know some of my fellow teachers said, One standard prank that always goes over well and is hilarious, I'll be honest, I wish all the teachers had a webcam and they could have recorded it. One that I enjoyed, I know one of the teachers, she was giving them some kind, she said it was a quiz, but it was going to be a fun quiz, but it was 20 questions long and the directions, and I think most of you have heard of these type, the directions at the top of the page said, read every question to the very end before you do anything on any question. Read the questions to the very end before you do anything. Well, you know how kids are sometimes. They don't read that part. They just go to where it says number one, and they start answering. Well, what the teacher had done is question 20 said, don't do anything. Any of the questions except for question number one. Well, question number one was something easy like, what color does photosynthesis make plants? Something like that. It was a science teacher. So, But the rest of them was stuff like run up to the chalkboard and put down the initials of your girlfriend or run up out the door and go down the hallway and come back up the other steps or all kinds of tricky things like that. And she said it was hilarious to watch because all these kids were running around doing things because they hadn't followed the directions. They hadn't read everything through fully and didn't know that they only had to do the first question for their credit. So that was always fun. And I'm sure that you all had some fun uh, tricks to pull on your your uh, students as well. April Fool's pranks, I am not in favor of pranks any other day except for that one. I want us to try to think about times when maybe you felt a little guilty about something you did. I will tell you that the guilty part for me was seeing some of their expressions later, you know, it, it's really kind of funny that I think the thing they were acted to most—the loud one that I played for you at the beginning of the podcast—was when they found out they were being recorded. They were laughing, they were screaming, they couldn't believe that I had planned it out to that level. But I did see the the part that really got to them most. I, I want to think they would miss me if I leave, but the part that got to them most was when I told them they might have to go in classroom with sixth graders, I saw on the video some eyes get as big as saucers and looked around thinking, would they ever do that to us? I felt like saying, why don't you all go back to the watch an episode of the Waltons that took place in the schoolhouse where every grade was taught in the same building. But it's really kind of funny how things like that have changed over the years. So, yes, I think it's fun This was the day, this was actually two days before spring break. Most of you are probably having spring break this week. And you know how it is. The day before spring break is kind of worthless. I did give a couple of quizzes. I gave one class an option. All right, you can take your quiz today while it's still fresh in your mind, or we'll take it first thing when you get back. Now, I didn't want to put them in a difficult situation when they're taking a quiz, so I designed it on Kahoot, and it just so happened the class was split. Half of them wanted to take it now. Half of them didn't want to take it until after spring break, so I just posted it, the link to the Kahoot assignment on their Google Classroom, and they could take it whenever they want to. I'll tell you about that, man. I still love Kahoot. I've got teachers giving tests on all formats. I fell in love with the Google Form format of a quiz so much so that you'll look back and you'll see an episode of the podcast. But I am really back to my favorite Kahoot. We love to play it. We love to learn from it. And it is a perfect format for tests. And I'm going to give you some advice here in a minute that I learned. My first test that I gave on Kahoot last week, they can still see the rankings. So they were able to tell at the end how they ranked to other students. Some of that was based on time. So it really didn't mean that much, but they thought it did. They thought that they had a really good score, and they did. They knew when they got an answer correct, but it still gave them points just like you were playing a normal Kahoot. So I will tell you a feature of this. When you are designing a Kahoot for a test, you have to do it at a question level, but I'm looking at the screen right now over to the right as you're designing to your your questions. You've got the question type. You've got the time limit. Then you go down to where it says points, and under points you've got standard, you've got double points, so you can make a one question worth twice as many points as another. And again, if you're not that familiar with Kahoot, not only when you're playing it as a game, not only do they get points for answering the question correctly, they get points for answering the question quickly. So it's a combination of those two, so you can make double points. You could also make it no points, and that's what you need to do if you're using Kahoot for a test. You make it no points. Then what happens is when they, after they answer each question, it tells them whether they are correct or not. They love that part of Kahoot. That's probably their favorite part of it, knowing right away if they've got the question correct. So they know at the end of the test how well they did. Then... It displays the leaderboard. Well, if you've got the question set to zero points, well then whoever's at the top has zero. Who's at whoever's at the bottom has zero. But when you go to run your report, it's got questions and the percent, so you can still grade it. But what they're seeing shows zero all the time. So that's what I would recommend as you're using Kahoot for a test. My kids, I tell you what, they want to use—I'm using Kahoot every week. I'm using it for a test. If they do well and they understand the material, we'll play a fun Kahoot, too. That's how I do it. If they, it's, if it's obvious I need to work with them more on the topic, then we play the Kahoot, and then we won't do a fun one because I know I, I need to go over some more things with them. So— that's an exciting thing about Kahoot that I want to encourage all of you all to do. You all go out and enjoy your spring break this week. I think I read that 80% of the country, at least in public schools, are having spring break this week. The mo- A lot of them had it last week. Some of them have it next week. It's also Easter, so Happy Easter It's nice that we've come through enough of the COVID scare, at least, that we can get back together with our families. We've got fully vaccinated people. I hope you're in that situation. I hope my dream is, we've just got six more weeks of school left. I hope and pray that my dream is the last week or two of school, CDC will say, We're in a good enough shape now that let's just remove our masks for the last two weeks and let's have a couple of weeks of normalcy before we let them loose for the summer. So I enjoyed April Fool's this week. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail on April Fool's jokes, but there are plenty of suggestions out there. Don't be mean, overly mean, but do something that they're going to have fun with when it's over, because I certainly did. Have a great spring break. Have a great Easter. Share your April Fool's jokes on my Facebook group, Substitute Teacher's Lounge, and we will see you guys next week. Are you kidding no! 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 oh, so this I'm going to have so much fun showing this to people. This is no! going to be great. Music provided by Ben Sound.